that full, the revival. <laughs> Y'all know what this is. Peace and blessings. It is your boy, Eli Rax, a.k.a. Vibes. And welcome to New York Revival, where it's not just sports, it's entertainment. And I'm here mm-hmm. with my brothers, man. You guys know who this is. And that's Mr. Glass Half Full of Nets. Speed if you nasty, man. Let's go, Rangers. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, Rangers. <laughs> Let's go. And I'm here with my brother, El Jefe, a.k.a. White Jersey, a.k.a. Blue Jersey, a.k.a. Damon Daniel. And shout out to you. Yes, you, the revivalists in the chat. Please hit that thumbs up, share, and subscribe. We do appreciate all the support. And, man, what a weekend this is, guys. As you can all tell, we're kind of in a – we lost our voice over the weekend probably. We always just we – just, we just checked out, all right? But we're going to get right into <laughs> it, man. How was your weekend? And I'm going to start with El Jefe because yours was the busiest. How was your weekend, my brother? What's going on, man? Just got back to the old Great Wolf Lodge mm. with the family. It's nice. Yeah. I, I accidentally held the door for an Eagles fan. I, <laughs> I just – you know. You backed out. I'm a nice guy, <laughs> believe it or not. And I look behind me. And I just saw a person and I held the door. And I'm not going to lie. As soon as I saw their hoodie, part of me would want to just be like, ah, fuck you. <laughs> so like, let, it go, <laughs> let it close on him. Um, but I held the door for him and just felt disgusted with myself. You're, you're a true gentleman, a, dr- yeah. a true gentleman and a scholar. Eli, I just realized, um, and obviously we're going to talk a lot about this, but when you introed me and you said, damn it, Daniel, I don't know Ooh. if that's going to be a thing anymore. You know, Whoa. and we'll talk about that, and we'll talk about it. And it's crazy to actually it's hard. That. It does hit. It does hit. It truly is t- the end of an era. <laughs> you know what? And we're gonna talk about that. I know. But first, speed. What you got, man? How's your yo? Weekend? What's up, everybody? Uh, it was good, man. Look, nice weekend of football. Uh, had a little Sunday fun day on Sunday, so got, had a couple, couple, couple drinks. You know, um, <laughs> paid for it on Monday, but. You know, I had to wash, wash, wash the sorrows away of the season. I, I was saying now, come Tuesday now, I finally reached the acceptance stage of a lot of parts of this this whole thing. Acceptance, acceptance yeah, is a big yeah. part it, it, of the process. Big yeah. part of it, you know. Yes. Um, yes. There's stages to this shit, man. Um, but it, it, listen, we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna work out our feelings, just like we do every Tuesday. Um, but I come here for a little therapy with my brothers, you know, and, really my, nice. and my and my sisters and, and brothers in the chat. Also, all you guys. Absolutely. And guys, please get in this chat, man. We need all hands on deck, of course, from you guys in the chat, the revivalists. Let us know what's going on. But first, man, I just want to go through the game, guys. And I want to take it bit by bit here. And what I want to do, let's talk it. Let's get right into it. The meat and potatoes, right? What everybody's talking about this entire week is Daniel Jones. But before we go Mm. into dive in and peel back that onion, let's just take a look at his first and second, well, I don't even think it was, was it the second quarter he was there. Forgive me, just trying to remember this thing. Yeah, it but, was uh, for the, short, the first, short time yeah. that he was there. Let's take a look at it. And I'm gonna start with El Jefe, man. What did you see there? Was it Daniel Jones actually coming back full vengeance, or did you see a little bit of the same of Daniel Jones? What was different there, in your opinion? Uh, it started a little rusty, right? And I expected a little bit of that just he hasn't played in a month at that point right and there was a throw that was like off target whatever that that can happen to anybody didn't think much of it um but then i mean i can't i just blacked out until the injury because that's the only thing i can remember i I thought he (laughs) i thought he like rolled his ankle on cager maybe i think it was next to him i thought that he rolled his anchor ankle and then damn and then when he collapsed on his own i was like oh boy this might be a lot worse than an ankle. I thought it was an ankle the whole time. I was wrong. What do I know? Um, oh, God. Luckily, there's all these doctors on Twitter that, that told me what it was. <laughs> hey, you know what? Let me let me break this down, Speed, and if you don't mind, I'm going to go a little go bit ahead, buddy. brother. Uh, let me say this, man. Just looking at Daniel Jones in that first little bit in his totality, man. Um, yeah, you expect some rust, right? Him coming in there trying to yes. find his rhythm and et cetera. So, yeah, it was a couple of targets that were off little keister a little bit but what i expected from daniel jones might not be what everybody else thought like i expect someone that's sitting down for so long and after all the chatter where the light bulb clicks on and it's just like yo i need to go out here and just throw this thing and make it you know make my name you know for myself at this point but i didn't see that unfortunately i saw the old daniel jones i saw the check downs i saw him running for his life unfortunately I didn't see him put too much um, 
you know, faith into his receivers. I mean, it was some balls that were there for Jalen Hyatt that was overthrown or or were almost intercepted there. But um, I see him trying to take those shots, but I just didn't think that it, it was it's still the old Daniel Jones. It just wasn't enough to to do something there. Some of the balls like could have been floated up there a little bit better, in which he has some sort of issues with with that as well. So I just seen a little bit of the old. I didn't see like man, this guy could be that future quarterback of what we're all thinking because we all said, hey, he has eight games to figure this out, right? Mm. And unfortunately, you know, the injury happened and it kind of the light bulb went on as well. And you say, okay, this this might be the end of an era. This might be an end of an era here with Daniel Jones. And and that's what I got. I was just like, man, he's just Daniel Jones. Like well, maybe yeah. he reached yep. that ceiling. Yep. Yep. You know what uh, I mean? So Spiro. I didn't really get much. But Speed, what you got? Yeah, I mean, listen, it was – Nothing that that jumped out at you, right? Like, I and I, and nope. I, I tweet, I tweeted this out during the week. I'm like, this is his last stand, you know. Like, and it was gonna take a miraculous string of nine games to yeah, even like... get us back on, like, even on a semblance back on the fence at least. Um, it, not only did it not last nine games, it didn't last. It barely lasted a quarter, man. And it, it's a shame. Like, listen, we're all kind of sad that you know he went out like this. Like, you 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 don't want to go out like this, but you know. There, there was a little bit of like, almost like relief, a little bit. Like I, I don't know if I, and I don't want to say this because I want to be sensitive to his injury. And I really, Absolutely. I, really I love, I love Daniel Jones, man. I, it sucks that he's going on like this, but like, it, it now it's like it's going to take away a lot of the anger <laughs> out of what's going to be a t- terrible last eight games of this season. Um, there's, there's going to be less bickering back and forth. I think now it forces, and we're going to talk about this more. It forces some decisions now going forward. So it's kind of like, you know, all right. The, now the se- season is like no more doubt. No more. The season's officially over. It's now turning into like let's start assessing who's going to be part of this team going forward, right? And what what's going to happen next? Um, you know, is, is Dane DeVito going to be an answer for a backup quarterback? Maybe we'll find out. You know, I th- you know I don't know. You guys, did, I thought he looked okay. I thought he looked pretty okay for hey, let's, let's break scenario. that down. Hef, what you got? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'll be completely honest with you guys. I told you, <laughs> regretfully, I was at a gender reveal party on a football yeah. Sunday yeah. in early November, right? Uh, it's It shouldn't be a thing. Those combination of words shouldn't yeah, like, even why, exist. Why, why? Um, so I, I watched uh, the first drive. Then there's this reveal outside. I come back in. I saw him like leading up to the injury. So I And then I was in and out the whole game because every time I turned around, the Raiders were scoring. So it wasn't like, oh man, I got to be tuned into this game. I was, I knew what time it was at that point. So I'm not going to give you any kind of grade on on Devito. So I'll, yeah, I'll trust right. you. I'll trust you more. But I will say, like Spiro was saying all week, and I said Danny Devito because uh, I just want to call him nowadays. Just want to do everybody. Thank God the chat. Thank you, chat. Chat will always. I know, but we got yeah, Danny, yeah, yeah. Danny Jones and and yes, Tommy Devito. Yes. So it's Danny. But you were saying, you were saying, like. And I said, like, DJ would have to almost play godlike to change yes. the Giants' mind in the last yes. nine games because otherwise, like Eli said, he was Daniel Jones, and that game was headed right towards the Daniel Jones game. Yeah. Right? It just, was, it's it's push, time. Push didn't work again. Like, it was just, like, so everything that has happened in the past you know, five uh, – the first five games kind of just, like, rehashed itself again, man. It sucked. It, if he hit one of the higher bombs, you'd be like, "Oh, oh, maybe Danny's back." That's another thing. Somebody just finally can't... overthrew Jalen Hyatt, and it's just yes. Like, can anybody hit this fucking guy in stride? Like Jesus Christ! <laughs> like give him one underthrown, right? Is he like, underthrown or overthrown? Is this nuts? I go back no. to this a lot, um, but I'm excited for the Giants because yes, the one thing we've been looking for since basically Daniel Jones got here was, can we have a clear answer? We're always on the fence. Like, it's very true. He was dealt the shittiest of hands, right? And they clearly did not build around him or give him a good line. All of those things are 100% true. But we never got a definitive answer because of that. He was never he, he was never good enough to rise people up or, like, win because of him. And mm-hmm. he was never able to, like, get comfortable because his surroundings were always bad. So it was ne- a never-ending debate, and that's why the fan base was split. But at least now, the Giants have a clear direction. Yes. They know they know what they need to do now, and in that way, it's so liberating. Like, and I think there's a there should be a weight off of the whole like fan base. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It should be a little bit of like a deep breath. Like, okay, we we know what we need to do now. 
So like, no, I'm you not know what? Yeah. And, and, and not for nothing. Like again, like I just want to make this clear: is not we're not celebrating his injury. No. It's just at that no. point, you got to understand. Like, who? It was a big sigh because I was like, man, enough of the debate. No more question marks. We understand that. Unfortunately, he's not healthy enough to liberate this team. You know what I mean? Forget the talent of, of what he has and what's around him. He's just not healthy enough. I think he had one full season where he was healthy the entire season, yeah. and that was last year. And it got right? him so, paid. And it got him paid. But at the end of the day, guys, he's the best ability is availability, and he, he's hmm. just not there. So it was kind of like we finally have the answer. We can't go forward with this guy knowing that he can't even be available on game days. Forget the talent. Forget what's not around him. Forget all that. You're not available. So we have to move on. So it was that sigh. It was that, okay, we finally have some sort of an answer for Daniel Jones, and we have to move in a different direction because he's just not available. Look at that in its totality. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's why I'm like, man, all right, we we, we got our answer. We got to move on from the quarterback position. That, that's well, my opinion on it. It's like Shane, Shane was like praying to the football gods. He's like, give me a sign of what I should do. And he's like, you know, what? I'm gonna just take this, take this decision out of it. It's taking the decision out of Mara's hands too, right? Like Mara has no leg to stand on now. Like it, it would be malpractice to not have draft a quarterback, if nothing for no other reason other than just the injuries alone, the two yeah. neck injuries, yeah. the ACL. We don't even know yeah. if he'll be ready come yeah. come late August, September. Yeah. So like it'd be negligent to not have your your quarterback in the first two rounds. It doesn't necessarily have to, and we talk about this often. Doesn't necessarily have to be the first pick, depending how, because Drake May and, and Caleb Williams go one two before the Giants mm-hmm. somehow, you know, then it gets a little, a little mucky. Like there's 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 people there, but then you wonder if they're taken too high. You don't want to force a pick, but you you have to have somebody in the first two rounds, you know, and and I think that this forces their hand to do that, and for that reason alone, I I am happy. I mean, listen. Joe Shane was on the college football trail looking at quarterbacks before Sunday happened. So it's not like this thought is going to like, oh, we're going to change the change the, the, the our direction. He, he right may have away. had his mind made up already. Yeah, oh, like yeah. this has been oh, something yeah. that they've planning for, whether it's it's you know his play or injury or whatever. They are planning for a next quarterback regardless. It did. They're doing their due diligence now. It's going to just ramp up a little bit more. Does anyone else have a have a drink with them? Yeah, hey, let's, oh, let's. I mean, this, hey, this, this is a this is a just because he's awesome. This is just this is a just because he's super chat. We love, C's you, C's. A, we love, we love you, C's. day one, day oneer. And, and I got a question for you guys too, man. Going around the room, man. And I'm gonna start with uh Mr. Glass half full on this one. But have you seen the last of Daniel Jones? Do you see Daniel Ooh. Jones coming back in 2024 and being the starting quarterback of the New York Giants in any scenario? But let's give us your thought on uh, it. Let me say this, I. I think it would be very, very risky for the Giants to do it. And we all know about this injury clause, right? The injury clause. If he if he comes back and God forbid he he either you know re tears his ACL or does something to his neck again and he's he's gonna hang him up after that, the Giants are on the hook for an extra $23 million after, <laughs> in that third yeah. that third year. Yeah. So yeah, it's it, it almost has worked out perfectly to like Ew, you're gonna draft is... your quarterback. I know I don't know how God bless Daniel Jones's agents and anybody best, else involved. Best of there. all time, best agents. Just great contract. Great contract. <laughs> um, but like in a perfect world, if that wasn't a thing, I would have loved for him to be the bridge quarterback and start next year and have a couple games so that the rookie can get their feet wet slowly but surely. But that injury clause, that thing is so fucking scary right now. Like I would not play him unless it but he's gonna be on the roster. I just would not play him unless I had to. And even then it's it's like you're you're playing with fire, you better get that line right. So can you help me understand that a little bit better? Yeah. This injury uh, clause. So like it, it felt like it was more on the table with the neck thing, but now it's a knee, which like the ACL is a kind of unfortunately well, a common injury. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it has nothing really to do with the ACL. It's whether he if he hangs it up, if he retires and it's only going to be because of his neck, really. That's really what what, what we're worried. Being it's that not, he tore his ACL yeah. and tried to play on, I'm going to guess he's going to make a comeback in some. Oh, way. he's going to try his. And why wouldn't he? Like, yeah. he's going to be like, "Hey, listen, if as long as the Giants want to keep me around, I'm going to keep collecting checks." That's what I would be like if I were him. Well, isn't he getting paid? Um, he's getting all that guaranteed money anyway, isn't he? He's so getting. He's, it. He's, yes, he is. he's good. Yes, he is. He's good. 
Rangers, Rangers up 2 nothing. by the way. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Shout out to the Rangers. But, uh, Hef, um, man, what's yeah, your no, thoughts, I think, man? I, th- I think he's done, by the way. That's my final answer. I think he's oh, okay. Done. Cool, cool, cool. As a giant. I think just because the number is so big next year, it's hard for me to imagine he's not on the roster because who is going to pick up a guy after two neck injuries and an ACL who wasn't training well before that? There is no value there. Who even desperate teams wouldn't really go for that. Like you, they'd probably rather take your chance with a veteran or a rookie over a super expensive question mark. So I can't imagine any team's going to, Take him so like I don't know how he's not on the roster. I could see him being maybe brought along slowly, starting the season on IR and maybe playing a backup role. And and but I don't know. I feel like he's too expensive to just never he, see him on the Giants. It, I don't. It's gonna be a weird situation, man. I don't know. It's gonna be, no, very, it's it's gonna gonna be real awkward around here. It's gonna be like yeah. your ex girlfriend moves next door. It's like hey, yeah, hey girl. <laughs> and I, it's like and I agree also, with her. I was wondering about like. Is he going to be a good mentor? Like uh, I don't know. Like he, what kind of mentor is he? He can't really. I don't, really I don't know if anyone to listen. To himself. <laughs> should, <laughs> I don't know if he listen to him. But he's he's going to be a pro. You know that he is. He, he is. He's going to teach him ways. Sure. But he's. I don't and you know, know what? what I I agree with you, Hef. I definitely agree with you. I think he's too expensive to sit on the bench. And I understand that injury clause is in there in his contract. But I think Daniel Jones will most likely be the starter in 2024 if they draft Ooh. a quarterback. The quarterback's going to sit there. Until okay. Daniel Jones just stinks up the joint, and that's when they're gonna go. Okay, we lost a couple games. Let's see what this guy can do. You know what I mean? Unless he just beats Daniel Jones outright. If if the Giants draft a quarterback, which the writing could be on the wall. Let's say if, mm. right? But um, I I think unless he beats out Daniel Jones completely in training camp and etc., which of course we don't know if Daniel Jones is gonna get back, then I would say yeah, you'll see a different starter. But until then, I think Daniel Jones will probably start if he's healthy enough. If not, that's, then we'll see the guy. We'll see. That's where it gets real weird is, and yes. I didn't necessarily mean I expect him to be starting. I just expect him to be in a Giants uniform just because of that <laughs> cap hit. No one, you can't move him. You can't do anything with that. So I yeah, expect him to yeah. be there in some regard. But if he's not healthy and you have a rookie that you don't, unless he has an incredible camp and they're like, we're ready to go. And, and yeah. a lot of rookies did start this year, you know, right off yeah. the bat. All three of them. Yeah. The three yeah. big guys the big did. Ones, the big ones did. Yeah. Um, so there's a chance that the rookie does that and he's ready to rock, but otherwise there might have to be that third quarterback, the veteran to, to get you started. And I mean, it's, it's a risk. <laughs> it's a risk because you could ruin a season in, in the first three weeks. So it's a tough situation, man. I, I don't really know. It, it, it's again, it's like the last bit of like uneasiness that you're going to have and oh, three, damn. nothing Rangers. Oh, damn. Let's go. Damn. Let's go. <laughs> um, no, it, it, it's it's a little bit of uneasiness. Like again, I said he would be the perfect bridge if he it would be an expensive bridge quarterback, don't mind you, but he's getting paid anyway. So that that the money is almost like irrelevant to the situation. Um, but like he would be if he can get a good line and they build the line, you know, I think he could be good to hand it off to a rookie quarterback at some point. Um, but I don't know what's gonna happen. In a perfect world, he does just good enough where he's he's Someone wants to take it, make a trade for him. Like someone has an injured quarterback late, and they're like, "All right, we'll take Daniel Jones off your hand for a third round pick or something like that, a fourth round pick, and, and we maybe eat half the money or something." That, that's what the money works out a lot happen. better if they trade trade him. It is kind of a win win that way. Then they're paying, yes. you know, 20, seventeen to twenty million dollars for right. this right. quarterback, mm-hmm. and we're able to clear a lot of space and move off him, but still got to get kicked so to the nuts. Can, a can bit I on. ask you guys something about this? Um, yeah, yeah. That's why we're here, uh, Eli, Blake, I want to hear you, what, what your thoughts are here because there's a big debate going on about this. Like, we can't take possibly take uh, a rookie quarterback because we're worried about the OL in front of them, the offensive line in front of them. And okay. I, me and Jeff, we, we got into this, this argument in one of our chats. Like, that line of thinking doesn't make sense to us. The, no, I want to no. hear your thoughts on this. Um, <laughs> Let me be honest, right? Because a lot yeah. of people, I think I heard some of this just looking at it at a glance on the X app, the app formerly known the as X. Twitter, right? I still right? can't call the it X. X. It's still not X. <laughs> but, you know, we, we have to look at that and just be like, you know what? I, 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 that can't be true, right? We we understand, like, yes, the offensive line, you know, it helps production of the quarterback protection, right? We get it. But right. we've seen in the past, like, a la Joe Burrow, right? His his line was dead last in the league, I believe, two years ago when he was a rookie or whatever the case was. And he took him deep into the playoffs. Look at uh, my guy out of there, C.J. Stroud of the Texans. Poor offensive line play, oh but he's God. actually getting better. Went nuts, and I even, by the way. And I, exactly. And I'll <laughs> even nuts. take it in-house, guys. I even take it in-house. 
this guy was straight off the couch, Justin Pugh, a makeshift mm-hmm. offensive line, and Tyrod Taylor was able to move that offense and put 14 points on. Everybody's like, oh, it was 14 points. Guys, he scored and won us a game with a makeshift offensive line. So I have to look at that theory and say, yo, that's not true. The quarterback, look at – and then I'll give you another great prime example. Eli Manning, 32nd in the league statistically, offensive line. He won a Super Bowl in 2011. So I just want to let you all yeah. know. It's it. all about that quarterback play. Let's mm. not say – now, again, it, we can say, yes, he does need protection, whatever the case is, Daniel Jones or whatever type of quarterbacks probably Certain not guys good need enough more. to elevate. Yes. They might yes. need a little Certain bit more. But when you get a elite talent as what this quarterback draft kind of has in there with Caleb and, and, and then you got Drake as well, those guys are generational talents. Those guys can be those, those elite quarterbacks that you hope they can be, especially how they're playing in college right now. They're going to make the offensive line so much better, especially Caleb. So much better. The guy could scream. I just looked at some highlights, yeah. so forgive me, guys. I was mind blown. <laughs> it's how time. He moves it's that time. Yeah, it's you know time. what I mean? So the guy can move in the pocket. Gosh, the guy can extend plays. The guy, not only that, keep like he can read defenses. Like He's just so smart with the way he is. I understand people are, are, are judging of his stature. Let me not get into a tangent here right now. But with a quarterback like Caleb coming into this offensive line, it's only going to get better. You know what I mean? So I, I wouldn't say, to, and, and it's a totality, that you need an offensive line per se. You just need the right couple pieces in there to help you out. And another thing I want to throw in there, Speed, I don't think with, with the hybrid of quarterbacks that we've seen coming out of college, they're kind of a scramble quarterback. So I'm thinking that these offensive line coaches are just saying, open it up for the run. These guys are going to scramble and extend plays anyway, so we don't got to really put too much on pass pro at this point because these quarterbacks are moving. They're rolling out. They're extending plays with their legs. Who needs pass pro at this point? You know what I mean? That's just my opinion or what I feel it's on sad it. So to say that. The game evolved yeah, yeah. so much that these guys, these new offensive linemen coming out of college, they're not really into pass pro as much. You know what I mean? Because yeah. their quarterbacks are so athletic now. So, again, well, I, quick, I don't think, I don't think so. Absolutely. Yeah. Getting rid of the ball very quick, even in college. Like, it's such NFL level in college. You know what I mean? Right. So, I wouldn't say that you need an offensive line, maybe for the Daniel Joneses of the world, but there's certain quarterbacks that can extend plays and read defenses a whole lot quicker than what we had at quarterback in Daniel Jones. No disrespect to him at all. All right, we got to catch up real quick. Big cheers yes. to our guy, former fan hey. of the month, by the way. Hey. Giant hey. What's up? Yes. Big cheers, big cheers. Looks cheers, like he's drinking cheers. three, three mm-hmm. whiskeys mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll take that. I like. And it. then Brandon from the top rope with a hell of a oh. comment too. Oh, top, top rope, Let's go, top rope. Let's go. Shout out, Brandon. I love DJ, but it's clear now. Start to your Devito, Danny Devito, likely lose Danny. out. Draft a quarterback. <laughs> he wants May without having to trade picks. O line has the rest of the season to gel. DJ becomes an expensive backup for one season. Sign me up. Sign me yeah. up. I'm there for that. I'm there for that. And again, I'm not trying to disrespect Daniel Jones, but I'm liberated, guys. I am so liberated. I moved yeah. on. I'm like, so man, we-, we got an answer. And I'm so with this plan right here from Brandon. Shout out to you, Brandon. And let's let's take a look at Tankathon real quick. It's just the current draft order has us <laughs> at four. Okay. So yeah. we're, we're picking fourth. Justin Field is coming back for Chicago. So that that pick you you would assume he's got a couple wins in, in him. Kyler Murray um, coming back. Ar- Kyler, Kyler Murray's, Murray's coming back for Arizona, you know, and, and, and Carolina coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sorry. And then Chicago owns two. two yeah, they they own Carolina's pick too. So let's just hope Carolina's Carolina a problem. He's, Bryce he's Young. Problem. Yeah, Bryce Young is gonna be tough. They How, are can the we talk real here. quick? Brandon, thank you so much, by the way. I just want to get yeah. rid of this because it looks like yes. I just have a mustache. And I just can't. It, uh, Hold on. I'm like, I'm like Wilson. And giggles, guys. Speaking of Tankathon, do we have that the schedule still in the in the? In the We're gonna go through it. Hold on. I, I want to go through it. What game can we win? Let's let's Hold let's on. let's just Hold take on. a look at it. Oh, sweet. What game can this. we win? Hold on. Hold oh shoot! Shout out to NYG Mason. Mason hey Mason. Share love. He's he's saying okay. So listen. Mason is not holding anything back. He's just no. saying <laughs> DJ is going to be a hundred sixty million dollar paperweight, bro. Listen, wow, and, but he asked a I'm good question, and I, I don't Do know you, what your guys' thoughts. I think it's an easy layup on this question. He thinks Baker. he's asking who wins in a in a in a steel cage match, Baker or DJ. Now, you know what's so crazy? Deal. I'll take DJ, man. 
you know what? He's got the he's got the reach. He's yeah. six five. And he's got reach over. If you think about it like that, from a physical standpoint, he's got the intangibles. I've heard that but, story. <laughs> no, but Baker, Baker's Baker's a little crazy, right? You know what? Like, I would probably take Baker in this fight. Yeah, he's. A I know DJ's. Crazy. DJ's got him across the board size. Like he's a yes. bigger, stronger, faster dude. He's a prototypical quarterback, isn't he? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. He fits the mold. Uh, and he's super smart. Super smart guy. Went to Dookie. 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 Um, But Baker just seems like a little bit more of a dog to me. Yeah. But let's, sorry, let, I, I cut Eli off here. Let's go. No, 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 don't worry, don't worry. No, don't worry, man. Um, yeah, I just wanted to take a look at the schedule, man. Let me so, tell you this. And here's why I picked yeah, Daniel before I move on, because I got to yeah. feel like I answered that one, because everybody's like, Baker, I just think that the biggest, toughest guys are usually the ones that can't fight. So I'll just go, all right, Daniel Jones is quiet. He's reserved. He's like, it seems like he can get it in a little bit to me. Maybe he knows some new jitsu or something in there. Maybe he's smart <laughs> enough to do that. You know what I mean? Because he's not smart enough to play football. But that, that's another Ooh. that's another subject. Oh, all right. Oh, all right. That's a little blow. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not here to hurt wait, feelings. I'm we, sorry. We, we guys, um, I'm and sorry. listen, let's take it easy for our boy Brian here because Brian is Shout a huge fan. Brian. No, he's a huge DJ, fan. He's a DJ fan. Speed sorry. recovery to Daniel. Brian. Absolutely. Yes. No, we sorry, are dude. wishing, honestly. Thank you. Well, let's go space. We are wishing the best for it. For Absolutely. you know, it, he, he doesn't deserve. You know that, that nothing we do is malicious, right? And, yeah, and guys. we had fun with the the DJ slander throwing the shirts out. By the way, those shirts will soon be unavailable. <laughs> get them now. If you want to get them now, much like they off the site probably um, this week. <laughs> but like we have fun with anything we're doing, so yes. don't don't take this shit too serious about the DJ stuff. Okay, we're Giants fans before and after DJ. So he was. So this brings yes. up a question: In if this is the end of the DJ era, say nothing really happens with him next year and he's gone mm-hmm. after in twenty five, how will you look back at his tenure? You know, mm-hmm. in in ten twenty years, like what is your like? What do you think your vibe will be? That he was trash, or the Giants were just in the dumpster as as an organization while he was here i say it's a failure man and and not to say that he was it's just the situation that he was put in the rebuilding the dave gettleman's the it was just a complete failure unfortunately this this team only got to the promised land once time as far as like you know one time as far as the playoffs but it was never really and even then that was a mediocre season right let's be honest right yes we got to the playoffs but even then very mediocre season so you got to look about it look at look back at it and be like man that was a failure unfortunately great guy great guy nothing his character is giant through and through in my opinion but as far as the 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 team the talent the levels the success the wins losses it was a complete failure unfortunately mm. yeah it, it, i'm always going to remember that that first game and how high i was for for, for just that that first game i was like holy shit like we're gonna go straight from Eli to DJ, and gotcha, it's gonna bitch. be yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I gotcha, thought bitch. the world the world was our oyster. Like, and then by the way, it's five nothing Rangers. Oh, <laughs> oh let's so, go Rangers. Five nothing Rangers. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's go. I, I you know I look at it and then I just now I'm gonna look back at it the same way I looked at the Dave Brown another dude quarterbacks years oh, in, yeah. in the Giants. It's just like. It's going to be a distant memory. Like it's going to be like that. that tr- Remember, we had three coaches and uh, how many offensive coordinators, and we lost a ton of games. It's just going to be a shit show. That's going to be a blip, unfortunately, in in history. And I just hope. And I and I talked I talked to a couple guys today that the next guy that we bring in is the first guy in in Giants history that can galvanize everybody. And I mean, in agreement on a good quarterback for once. Like, and, and we all. So some of us loved Eli more than others, but there was a healthy faction of people that even through the Super Bowls didn't like Eli, you know, like they yeah. we were always yeah. split, man. We're always fucking split on a quarterback. I just want one that's gonna be like, this is a this is a star, this is a top three guy. Like, there's not like the other these other franchises have them, they have come across the league before. They exist, they exist. I just we don't have them, and we never have. Phil Simms is good, great quarterback. Uh, uh, Eli Manning, great quarterback. But there, there's never that like slam dunk yeah. top three, top, you know, top two guy that we can hang our hat on and say this is our best quarterback ever, no doubt. 
and he's elite, you know? I just hope that next guy is it. We need that. We you need had such that. a funny, like, think about Daniel Jones' first start. Like, holy shit, we have, like, this dude is so athletic. Like, he's fast as fuck. He's slinging the rock all yeah, over the place. Did it all. And then his career was basically, like, it just slowed <sighs> down in the middle. And then, like, but I will remember how lights out he played in Minnesota and that. That Minnesota game, game will be a. He oh, gave yeah. us that, right? Which is more yeah. than Dave Brown gave us. It's Ever. more, yes. you know, like, that season was fun. He didn't, he didn't, I wouldn't say DJ was the reason that we had a, um, a great season, or but he is the reason we won that playoff game 100%. Yes. He was lights yes. up. The game plan was Daniel Jones. So, yes. yeah, did they take advantage of a a weak defense? Sure, but they beat the defense that was in front of them. They did what they were yeah. supposed to do. Right. And it was on the road. It was a playoff game on the road to a team that was like 13 and four or some shit. And you still had so, to score more points than their offense, which was very good. Which that was, was very the, good. That was the goal. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So, wait, let's get to this next subject here, real quick. You know how we went through the, se- the, the schedule a couple of times? And we're like, you know, let's reassess what we're thinking here. So now that we, <laughs> we're going to have to reassess, great. let's reassess again. This is going to be great. <laughs> what are we doing? I don't even know what this is. I didn't look at the so notes. So this is a new segment. It's called Trap Games. It's called Trap Games. But the Trap Games are going to be wins. They're going to be wins instead of losses. You know, like, because when you oh. think of a trap game, you automatically think, hey, this is a game we're going to lose. Oh, trap. Like what, a game what that are we the could accidentally games? win. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Got it. So Got it. Now, now that we are trying to go for the tank here, Let's, let's go through the schedule and, and think of a game that maybe we have a chance to win here. That we actually right? win. Yeah, right. So we got uh, Cowboys Cowboys next, right? No, no. I think that in Dallas, no chance for a trap game there. I think it's an automatic L. Can we agree with that? Yeah. I yes. Yeah, right. Let's totally agree with that. Oh, look. Totally we, got, we got the schedule up here. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, at Washington, you'd think Sam Washington's gonna have our number at some point, right? Sam Howell's like, been lighting this, it up, dude. Yeah, we he, have this been, like thing over them. But it's lost. Got, but, but we don't have Daniel, we don't have our secret sauce against Washington. Lost. Daniel, <laughs> jo- <laughs> Daniel Jones was the secret sauce against the Washington. Washington killer. He's not there. Okay, so, so it's New England, we, that's gonna be so fucking ugly. If uh, we have that that so New England might be one of those trap games that we somehow sneak a win because their offense is, is do we need trash. to see one more time? Let's see here. Um yeah. Then we get a Green Bay. Bay. The Green Bay might be an accidental win. I think. See, this these are some these are some scary games. Uh, so at New Orleans, after scary, the, scary games in terms of we might yes, win. Definitely yeah. L's. And then the last game of the season is also versus Philly. Another L. The Los Angeles game, they might be in tank mode too. So I don't know what what's gonna what that's gonna look like on New Year's Eve. Um. So realistically, oh, ugly. oh we got to really I, I sit hope, dude. Oh, there might be God. two wins in there. There might be two wins, which. That's too many. Maybe, yeah, right. Like too, you want, too many. Yeah, you want like definitely under five. Under four gets you in that in that first three picks range, and that's where the the, the Giants need to be. So, so let's. It's, can I, yo, can I ask really, you? Really, can I ask you the worst? Can I ask you the worst? Can I ask you the worst question that yeah. you that you have to consider as a fan? Oh, Are you now officially rooting for losses? <sighs> Isn't that the worst fucking say. question? No, I it's I know. Fucked it, up to say because that's I don't like, even that's kind of where we are now. I don't even want to know, man. I no, I'm not. So I'm rooting for no comment. Again, no close make losses. losses fun again. Make, make losses, losses fun, fun again. again. It's just it's just I I'm not rooting for losses, but if they happen, I won't be. I won't near. I won't have no, any. There's no more getting upset. Bad feelings. I mean, yeah. the only thing you get upset about is if. Devito rips off three wins. Yeah, in a row. well, if, if he, <laughs> which is like so would, ass backwards, but that's. Would you really be pissed off if like Jalen Hyatt starts popping off and, no. and like Kayvon no. starts like like getting all these sad? Like the defense looks dominant. Like it's hard to get pissed in that situation. But so I'm not rooting for losses. Every Sunday I'm gonna be like, all right, let's see, let's see something. And then as soon as it's over, I'm gonna shut it down, go out with my kids, and and just not you know. Is Brandon right? The Ram the Rams have four wins already. Yes, so that's, yes. A good, that's a good head start. So it's really it's Cardinals yeah. and Bears, and uh, Char- and Panthers. Panthers, yeah. Panthers would have the Bears pick. And Bears. So this is a, such a great year to have two fucking super high picks. Well, Holy and they crap. got they have a decision to make with Fields. They are are you going to keep Justin Fields that takes him out of the quarterback situation, or are you taking a quarterback that throws a wrench in this? Dude, that's a Daniel. There, there's another Daniel Jones scenario. You fucked up. Like you didn't. You fucked up. He think he's like an okay quarterback, but it just wasn't enough. And Jim Har Jim Harbaugh is going to be their coach next year, so he'll want to pick his own. 
Mark it down. Mark it down, boys. Jim Harbaugh, he's going to get suspended from, the, from, from college football because of this whole scandal that's going on. Um, he's going to go out on top. Like, Michigan's going to fucking – I don't know if they're going to win championship. They're going to go to the playoffs. And he's going to – they're going to suspend him. He's going to be like, fine. I'll, I'm cool. I'll just go to the NFL again. No big deal. And he'll go back to his Bears. I think you'll like this. Uh, instead of make losses funny, quality losses. <laughs> yes. Well, let's 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 that talk about that. Actually, first, we gotta, I got to go back to a comment, a couple comments here. Oh, hey. Chris, oh, hey. We met, hey. We met Chris at the Giants game. Giants Jets tailgate. Chris, what's up, man? You are awesome. Yeah, uh, I think he introduced himself as I'm the one with the crazy question. The crazy question guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like which, Despite a which Marvel season, character would you yes, bang yes. behind? Despite a crappy season, Kayvon is playing well. Who would be a superhero comp for him? I met Hefe and Spear at the game. Hope you guys remember. We we do, man. We saw your your, your dope ass Isaiah Simmons jersey. Ah oh, man, Marvel the superhero. Uh E, you, you got you got one for Kayvon right now, man? It, it's it's tough. I, man, I, I, for, it's, for 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 Kayvon. Uh, I say Sabretooth. I have no idea why. I just think okay, he has the stature of Sabretooth. You know what I mean? Okay, I just got gotta, he just has the stature of Sabretooth to me. I feel you. Wild, feel you. athletic, get going. I think Sabretooth. Okay. And you know what? Have I, you don't even have to say it. That's our, that's our, our overall. Okay, cool. Thank you. Uh, revival. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save you. I know, you saw me hey, struggling over here, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah like, nobody watches Marvels? Really? What is this? I know. Come on. Jeez, what's up, my man? Oh, this one's got yeah. potential. This one's got potential. I remember Jones with a one-night yeah. stand. Great in the moment, but not wife material. <laughs> Wham, bam. <laughs> Thank you. Deuces to Dudley Duray. That is special. Jeez. Fan. We got a season T-shirt for that one. That one was great. Jesus we got a season good, T-shirt. That You're a new yeah. fan of the month, man. That's but great. Um, we should pay you uh, for that great. comment. That's yeah, a- yeah, that seriously. one was great. That um, one was great. Yeah. So it's listen. This is but the last comment that you had with, with the the losses not being too bad is quality, a real quality. thing because Dable's got a fucking tough road ahead, guys. Tough road. There's a he, he's facing adversity. Last year was a pie in the sky. As good as it gets, no adversity kind of season. He was rock. He was playing for. He was playing for free. It was a free football for him. Um, and let me let now, me. Yeah, he now got, what? Again, I'm sorry. No, you now me. That's you, a good you have eight games to keep the fucking locker room together, and you're gonna have to weed out the rats that are gonna uh, jump in the ship, right? And you're gonna we'll have, have to weed. We'll get that. Yeah, we're gonna have we'll to weed that. out the people that are that are not in on your your whole. Yes. Yes, uh, you have to weed out the, the people that are not in on your coaching staff and on your your culture and and what you have building forward. This is a losing season. The vets are going to be pissed. You know, you have to keep them together, and you know, th- put some something on tape. These guys still got to work for their jobs here and their futures. So Dable's got something on his hands. What do you guys think? Is this going to be a tough road, Hefe? Do you think a tough road ahead, or is it going to be easy for him? You think, and this could be fine. It's not going to be easier for him because New York is so loud. Um, yeah. But there are. Can we just get into it? Can we talk about? It? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about it. who's the who's the main uh, culprit. You know, you know, you know, McKinney is is starting. McKinney's. You know, he, he was making kind of weird tweets and weird comments before the season. Mm-hmm. He broke his hand on vacation mid-season last year, so there's 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 some bad grades on his report card. And now mm-hmm. he's he's the one like almost stirring the shit in the locker room. Yes. And but I do like that Andrew Thomas came out and was like, I don't know what he's talking about. Like I feel hurt, <laughs> you know. Like I'm I'm good. But right. he's probably like, well, you mm-hmm, got paid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like if, if, you're, <laughs> if you're McKinney, I understand if he was talking the shit before the trade deadline, almost like forcing his way out. He should have just come out and said, I want to be traded. Then, Fair. Um, Fair. and then they would have had more motivation to get it done. But now the trade deadline's over, and now you're trying to get like Giants are unlikely to bring him back if he's going to keep acting like this. So now you're trying to sell yourself to other teams, and you're not being a good locker room guy. You're lessening your value by opening your right. mouth like that. So it's just not smart, regardless of what it means for this current Giants team, which is obviously in a bad way. But it's just not smart for your go forward plan. Because why would a contender like give you top dollar if this is the kind great of dude question. you're being? That's a great. That's great. And and it's funny. And and I'll break this down even more for the people of, of our normal stature. One thing a boss hates, right? Even in the working world, is that one guy that can tear apart his game plan. That one person mm-hmm. that just talk way too much about the company, about the way you lead. That's the person you go, you know what? I just don't need to have him around because he messes with the camaraderie we have here. Mm-hmm. I think 
Xavier McKinney's days are numbered with the Giants. Um, oh, yeah. I don't think they're going to sign him. Um, I think they'll definitely let him walk because, you know, hey, this is what's going to make you happy. But be careful what you ask for, Xavier, because there's other teams that look at how you perform. There's other teams look at how you conduct yourself. And this isn't good, man, putting that out there for the, you know, the people that actually look at you at this point, man. Sometimes it's just better to keep your mouth shut, even though you're that disgruntled employee. Yeah, you, you said your little things. You do what you got to do. But when it's overboard, that's when things hit the fan for you, brother. So, again, be careful what you ask for. This is a damn good organization for a reason. And you have not been playing to the stature of what we thought as well. Let's be honest here. It goes hand yeah. in hand. So you got to hold yourself accountable to that as well. You haven't been playing lights out as well, brother. So, you know, um, with that being said, man, I, I, I don't see him here as a giant. Um, I'm disappointed that that he would yeah. choose to do something like this because if he's that leader, that captain that people chose him to be, then he should act as just, especially coming from Andrew Thomas where he's like, yo, everything's good. Chill. No. Even And it's not even just Andrew Thomas. A shout-out to the Giant Insider that actually went to bat and was like, yo, there's no player that we mm. asked that's actually going through or that, that said what Xavier's thinking. They all right. say it's great here. So if he's the only one, he's divided himself from the locker room at this point. So, guy, listen, the season's over. Just warm the bench. And we'll see you yeah. in free agency, my guy. Good luck we to do, you. It's, we do, we do have a leadership problem, though. You know, like there is. in terms of players, Andrew Thomas is a quiet dude, phenomenal player. And, like, you got to make it so obvious that you need to get paid for the Giants situation. You know what I mean? Like, Dex, that was an easy decision. Andrew Thomas, very easy decision. Those are, like, good Giants. But they're not necessarily, like – the locker room dude that that you need to kind of rally the troops mm -hmm. like Saquon mm -hmm. is not under contract next year as much like he seems a little bit quieter this year he seems a little yeah. bit more subdued a little bit like Giants screwed me I don't feel like killing myself for this team anymore like I'm getting that vibe from Saquon now so yeah. they do have a leadership problem in the locker room this is where this but this this eight games last eight games where you find your leaders man it's like when the times are tough like if you, when the times are at its worst this is where the guys like hopefully Kayvon is that guy now that steps up. He's, yeah. he's now a second year guy. That would he's going to be, be close to, you know, yeah. his full his full second year is going to be done. Hopefully he takes that mantle along with Dex to be those guys on defense and Bobby Okereke and everybody like that. Um, McKinney, man, like we were talking, you just said it, like he's had one good year out of four seasons. And if he felt like he's been disrespected by not being paid, go fuck yourself respectfully, X, because like you <laughs> haven't done enough. To earn fuck what yourself, you, respect yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah respectfully. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Because <laughs> like, I, I just, I just don't think like he's he's walking around with a stick up his ass since the, the beginning of the season, man. It's like he he thought he deserved a contract that he never got, and he's he was just gonna write off and be this it, it, this dick for the rest of the season. And that he lost respect for me for me in that in that regard because you broke your hand halfway through last season. You, you go out and ball out and earn your contract this year. Like, keep your mouth shut, be a leader. And right now, he's not doing leader things, you know, and he's not saying leader shit in the locker room. So, I think that comment, though, is it was directed at Wink. It seemed like very Wink like oriented because he said the leaders are not being heard and he considers himself a leader. He, he said, he, I think he said he was seeing some things on the field that the coaches weren't listening to him to, to adjust to. And I seemed Dave, Dable is not the kind of guy that would change a defense. I'm thinking that's a wink decision, and it seems like there's always been a wink thing with him. Wink kind of stripped him of his uh, his uh, captain, uh, his green dot. You know, kind of maybe his role is diminished under Wink. So it seems to be something there, and you know, so be it. And these guys are going to go into to free agency. We're going to get comp picks for them. You know, Saquon's going to be gone. McKay's going to be gone. A couple of these other guys like Paris Het Campbell's going to be gone, and you get comp picks for them, and and so be it, man. Um, onto the get find the leaders, find the leaders, and I don't think X is one. Narrow down those ten to about five. We have too many fucking leaders right now. I think they're leaders. If you have ten, now. if you have ten and captains, you have no captains. Like, come on, boom, exactly. <laughs> and and let me be honest here. I don't care if all those guys walk. Let me be honest. You know what I mean? Like we've seen these guys lose. Like a lot of Giants fans right. want so attached to all of these players, and then like, dude, we've been losing with them. Start it from scratch, rebuild this thing. But you know one person I would definitely have back? I want to see if you guys agree. Justin Pugh. Mm. That's one person I think that yeah, should sign for another year. Because that guy with him, that leadership on that line, that line was improving. That line was getting better. Mm -hmm. So I think Justin Pugh, man, keep him here. 
keep I that agree. leadership here. You know what I mean? So that's agree, the one man. person. How you guys agree? You know, guys agree with that? Uh, yeah. Assuming know. that's a assuming that's a team friendly. Like he's a, he's an older veteran. Yeah. It feels like this is somewhere he would want to play, and he is mm-hmm. definitely a good uh, locker room dude. So if he can if he mm-hmm. can stick around at least as depth, right? Ideally, yeah. he would be a great depth piece. Although he probably still wants to play another year or two, but um, I would be down. I want to speak. That. I want to speak on this real quick too. To this this point, um, and shout out. Hold on, Chris. What's up, baby? Uh, oh hey, oh hey. Oh, hey. Oh, cheers, my oh, brother, Chris. Cheers, 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 cheers. cheers brother. Uh, brother. Better Peace. late than ever. Thank you for coming through. Uh, is there any? And I think uh, I think all our answers are going to be resounding yes or on the same page here. Do we have any doubts about Brian Dable and and Joe Shane because of how the season has started so far? Is there any? I have no part of me wants either of them gone. Let's just get that out of the way. In no way do I want either of them gone. I do think they both have blemishes. You know, like there are enough things now that you could say you definitely have to be better at managing injuries. That was a disaster. Mm. There's some time management issues. Um, but there is also like a lot of injuries to manage and overcome with no yes. cap space. So that becomes a very fucking annoying situation to constantly be in where you, mm. I think honestly, even with the kicker thing, they were working with less than a million dollars of cap space. I think they had to try them out cause they couldn't afford to keep, <laughs> yes. to bring in new players. And I think that was like the risk we were like, can you go another week? He said, yeah. And he wasn't okay. You know, like he tried to tough it out and he yep. just wasn't okay. So mm-hmm. they, they need to clean up their act i think that's that's why i like the idea of them getting their quarterback now because it does give them enough time to see this through let's stop the revolving door every two years right like let's let's get a little consistency here uh mm-hmm. at the top i do love dable i think he can get better at some things but i i think he is the guy and and okay. they need to uh clean up their act a little bit but go get your quarterback and develop him which buys you years I yeah totally it's, agree. It's too. And- and you know what? And we're going to go back to what Brother Pester said last year, right? Last year was free, 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 free. So yeah. this is the year we start to look at Daniel, I mean, uh, Brian Dayball and the year after, hopefully. So we, we said, all right, this is going to take two to three years of building this thing back up. Forget the last year of the free, free, free. Right now he has one to three years to kind of fix this thing up unless it really implodes on him. But um, I, I, I still have confidence. I trust Brian Dayball. Yes, he has to clean up the play calling, essentially. Um, and I think that will be um, a whole lot better when we have um, a better signal caller. And again, not kicking um, dirt on Daniel Jones. It's just when you have a quarterback that can move and extend plays a little bit better than what we have, that will help as far as, you know, uh, game plan, game calling, uh, play calling, et cetera. So, um they definitely have to get a little bit better and a little more. You know what I'm tired of seeing from, from Kafka? Those stupid plays from Wandale Robinson coming out the backfield. That's the only thing I want to get rid of. <laughs> you know what I mean? Those trick plays. But other than that, it'll get better. You know what I mean? It'll get better. So I want to see them here going forward. I'm not out on them just yet. Um, let them get their guy. Let them build. And let's see what they can do. And I think they're, they're smart enough to do it. So while we're, while we're on it, do you think both coordinators are back? Do you think, they, mm, do you yeah. think that Shane, Dave's both yeah. coordinators are all here next year? Yeah, the only person uh, I think that might be gone is uh, special teams. Everybody else coming back. Oh yeah, he can. I think. Can, I think. First of all, Bobby Johnson's gone. I think. Yeah. Special be. teams yeah. coach McGay, he's gone. And I'm gonna say, I think Kafka's gone just because. So he's a Northwestern guy. The Northwestern job is open. They don't have a coach. It almost seems like a, a foregone conclusion that he is. They're like keeping the position open for him. It's. It feels like that. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't think he's getting an NFL job. I think he's gonna either be a giant. Uh, offensive coordinator next year or, go or yeah. Northwestern. Yeah. So that's what I'll say on that. Um, but no, I, I think they're going to keep it together. And I think that young quarterback buys you two more years, especially if he shows an inkling of a flash in the first year, it's like automatically gets you that, that next, that following year as well. So I think it's just, that's another one of the feather in the caps of having to draft this guy, you know, and there's so I wanna, many. I want to say one thing, whether Kafka yeah. is here or not, I want Brian Dable calling plays. Mm. I okay. That's fair. I and I, I don't. Really, and I don't. I just want. I would, I want the fucking play calling to come right from the source, right from the guy yeah. that did it That's for fair. a lot of years successfully in Buffalo. Like not Kafka had no professional OC experience coming in. Mm. You know, he was a yeah, passing yeah. game coordinator for the best head coach, quarterback, and tight end in the fucking universe. So yes. like, 
he had help. You know what I mean? And that gets yeah. a lot of people jobs. Don't get me wrong. Like when you're part yeah. of that. So I just think I would rather Dable call plays. If Kafka remains the guy, fine. But has Kafka really done that much for you to be like, that's our, that's our guy. He's brilliant. Well, we got and it. And again, it's hard to say, cause we don't know. Cause the offensive line, the quarterback, the whole situation it's hard to, it's hard sure. to assess anybody. Yeah. Just like it's hard to assess another guy that rookie, uh, Jalen Hyatt. What do we think about his rookie year? I don't even know. It's hard to assess what he brings to the table, you know? And there's a lot of these other wide receivers like, what, what, how good could they have been in a good offense or a better offense? I don't know. It's hard to say. And that's what's frustrating about it's hard to give a grade. It's, it's hard to give a grade on Hyatt at this point. It's hard. You know, he's, he's he's open no last, just last week. It's just like, frustrating when you, when you see, you see other teams doing it, right? Like you see Jordan Addison just step in, you know, oh, just, like just, Jefferson just, goes out. Now he has all the attention. He just shows up and balls out and then they lose a quarterback. He just keeps balling out. It doesn't matter. And like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I love CJ Stroud. Like that's, that's a dude that I <sighs> love watching so much because he is exactly kind of like, he would be such a good fit because he's just a killer. Like he's so good getting out of the pocket. He's oh, he's just such a playmaker, like just a he's, winner. He's, great. And he's a killer. And he's like exactly what you want in today's NFL. And I mm-hmm. love watching that kid play. And I, if we can get anything close to that, that's exactly oh. what the Giants need. Because so, when you when you watch that, <laughs> and then you watch like so. the version of Daniel Jones we were rolling out, guys, it's not close, man. We're not close to what we need. And yeah. like that's why I'm like liberated by this whole thing. And, um, and there's other guys too. It, it was it was Anthony Richardson who started. He was he was playing well as a rookie right off the bat behind a not so great offensive line, but yeah. he was making plays happen, you know. And the, like we talked about Joe Burrow, he was behind a bad offensive line as a rookie. He made shit happen. It can happen when when your quarterback has such good timing in the pocket or can is elusive, keeps his eyes down the field. It can happen to where your offensive line can look better with a, with a, with a quarterback that helps them out. And we keep saying that, and that's that goes back to this whole thing about the offensive line needing to be great. Listen, if, oh. if every offensive line needs to be great, no top quarterbacks would be picked in the top top five picks. That they're always going to bad teams, usually bad yeah. offensive lines yeah. every yeah. time. You build with the quarterbacks. You just that's the most important important part is finding the quarterback. That's the most important yes. part. Let's squash that, yes. please. Please, <laughs> yes. you have a chance yes. to get your quarterback. Right. You get your quarterback. Oh my God. Like that's the most important position in sports. <laughs> you speaking, have a chance to get the guy. Get him. And that's speaking why they paid so much money. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's why. Speaking of quarterbacks, I want to talk, I want to switch gears for a little, a little bit here, guys. Okay. Um, one of the quarterbacks that we talk about being a potential guy, the giants, Caleb Williams. I'm not sure if you guys watched the game. Awesome game between USC and Washington. That's one of the, you know, Pac-12, awesome game, Huge. back and forth, shootout. Huge. Now, you know, Caleb Williams had four touchdowns, but, you know, had a couple – a costly turnover. That's one of the issues with him. He sometimes tries to make too much happen, and it, it, it sometimes looks great, and then sometimes a fumble will happen. And, you know, costly fumble, some other plays. But, you know, after the end of the game, the lightning rod conversation is – went up into the stands to his family and, you know, started losing it. He, he, he lost it. It was emotional. Started crying. Um, now, for the men out there, I don't know if that bothers them, <laughs> but it, it seems like a lot. A couple of people were bothered by this. It, now, I want to speak to you guys. E, did that bother you at all? Does it matter in your quarterback? Do you want him to be this tough guy, this macho dude? Does it not matter at all? What, it, what does it matter to you, buddy? I want to give you a little bit of a backstory. All right, you're talking about the this guy right here. This guy. Showed hmm. zero emotions until, yes, I go to therapy, people. I talk to yeah. a therapist. I do what I got to do, and I show as much emotion hey, as I can, all right? Um, so for that, looking at him, I just go, yo, the guy at that particular moment saw his mom, which I wish my mom was here because my mom was my security blanket for everything hmm. that I possibly can. I can cry. I can laugh. I can do everything with my mom. So with that being said, he's probably a mama's boy. So am I. You get what I'm saying? So at that <laughs> moment, you in, in your biggest loss or what you feel, you're right, right, right? See? You know, so I love your you, biggest mom. Loss, <laughs> I love you, mama. Facts. Facts. And I think people will understand that. So at your biggest loss, your lowest point where you're emotional, you go when you find your mom and you get that consolement that you need as a child, as a son. 
You know what I mean? So that doesn't bother me none. It doesn't make him less of a man. It doesn't make him not built for New York. Like he's emotional. It's none of that how you guys are trying to label this poor kid. I just think the kid was emotional and I kind of want a football player like that that's going to be like, yo, mm. we lost, man. And, and I feel terrible that it, I cost the game or whatever the case is when you watch that game. So I need that guy to be that emotional, be that upset. You get what I'm saying? So I don't yeah. mind that at all. Shout out to him, man, and keep doing your thing. Show that emotion. Wear that heart on your sleeve, baby. Nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? I'm with you. He nailed it. I actually saw it as a plus. Not only yeah. – I mean, what did, what did it tell me? It told me that it means that much to him. It told me that he's yeah. got a, a good family, a good support system. And if you're if you're ever not sure how you feel about something, consider the opposite. So if, if the opposite is him – laughing and joking walking off the field like he doesn't right. care i'd be like right. i want no part of that dude was still, dude, yeah, was still shambles because he lost like give me that give me that kid every single day so I'm, I'm all in on that that was fine with that's me. fair yeah I, I don't i don't understand what the downside is like, you what you want him to show like you want him to be a tough guy like so for what for what because he's wearing his emotions on his sleeve listen he's he's an eccentric guy he uh you know he wears and i'm not sure if you guys see his fingernails painted fingernails says fuck you on all the to all of his opponents on his fingernails, he does. He he he's a he's a personality man. Daniel and we've had too never. many guys. We've had too many guys that are not personalities as New York Giant quarterbacks. <laughs> Very <laughs> vanilla over the last twenty. No years. pun intended. That's true. That's so true. you know what? There's gonna Life. be hate. Vanilla. There's gonna be hate for for um these. Guys. <laughs> there's gonna be hate for you know they like their just... vanilla quarterbacks. Come on, yeah. Let's be honest, uh, vanilla Vic, I guess. Um, but they like, listen, they like I, vanilla cupcakes. I mean, it's about time we mix it up a little bit. I'm just gonna say, I agree. I agree. I agree. It's facts. It's it's it. A lot of people are are just looking for something to nitpick. Every mm-hmm. single time, and if if, cry, if your quarterback giving too much of a shit and crying after a tough loss is what you want to harp on, you know so why? It, you know, the, you know why they giving him hell, Speed. You know why they giving yeah. him hell? Because they love Daniel Jones so much, and he did absolutely nothing for him. This is y'all fault. <laughs> this is you, Daniel Jones extremists out there. It's your fault. It's your fault, man. You're letting this thing happen, man. Uh, it's your fault. I'll but another good out. point is, like Jay said, it. He's a kid. Like he's yeah, still right. a kid. He's, He's still you know? growing, man. But you see, man, when grown men lose the Super Bowl, they're on the field crying. Like that, that shit happens, dude. I, I don't know. That's part of sports if you care that much about it. So I don't care. Yeah, don't and it, it, Rich talk, put, brings up a good point. He's like, I don't care if he paints his nails pink if he helps win right. try to win games. Right. Win the game. It doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter, man. It really Go doesn't ball, matter. If he cries. Go cry your ass off after every every game. Hopefully, there's tough losses in this guy's career when he's a New York Giant. If he's a New York Giant. You know, like that should be the least of your worries on the totem pole of what you're yeah. assessing a quarterback. At the end of the day, like, he's special. He's a special quarterback. And yeah, if the Giants yeah. want to compete with the Eagles and Cowboys, you need special. Okay. Yes. The vanilla. And he made some special throws. In the, yeah. <laughs> we're done. We Dude, are done. And and, and we're going to be watching a lot more USC games than over the next three, four uh, yeah, months or yeah. so. So I'm, I'm telling I'm you guys, gonna watch, watch more. this kid. I'm gonna watch more college football than I ever have. He had some throws in that game where he just turns around, flick of the wrist, thirty yards, accurate down the field. You see that? Like his arm strength reminds me kind of like a a Michael Vick. You know how Michael Vick used to just throw the ball, yeah, and it's like a flick of a wrist. That's him. It's just his Mm -hmm. arm strength is like it's just like a flick, and it's just there, like in seconds. Like I just couldn't believe it watching his film, man. Couldn't believe one arm strength. Watch Drake May too, because that kid is Justin Herbert. Like he's got a cannon. Oh, I need to, I need to watch him some more. I've seen what does he remind me of, man? Oh, I just I just had his. Uh, I should have wrote it down, but he reminds me of a quarterback now in the league or just was in the league. Is it Herbert? Oh. Nah, I think I think he's better than that. I really do oh, think. Spiro, okay. any concern? Any concern with the North Carolina school? Oh, North Carolina. Um, as a Tar Heel fan, um, I'm gonna say no, zero concern, and it kind of worked out the last time we took the Tar Heel, right? In the top five, Noise Taylor. You know, <laughs> no, heard no, of him? Let's go. Ever let's heard go. of the best player, best player of all time? <laughs> Ever fucking heard of him? I don't know. I we don't gotta know. get that shirt. We're we done with that shirt. <laughs> Shout out TK. <laughs> Shout out TK. Yeah. <laughs> no vanilla Sucks. cupcake. Sucks. We're gonna replace. Like we're gonna replace the DJ slander with no vanilla cupcakes. Hey, hey real that. quick, guys. If, 
before we get wait, up wait. out of here, we got the Jets here, right? Yeah, yeah let's sorry, talk about it. You got something else? All right. No, no, no. Got, that's, we, that's what I was going to talk about. We got the Jets, man. Of course, we got to get at, you know, talk about the Jets. It's New York Revival, man. We, we I know we're Giants fans, but we got to talk about the Jets, guys. You know what I mean? I'm with yes, Rangers, too. They are New York team. Monday night football, man. Tough loss for the Jets, man. Loss to the Los uh, Angeles Chargers now. I was about to yeah, say San Diego the just now. I'm showing my yeah, age, right? Right. California so, you Chargers. know, with that being said, guys, um, is the Jets done? And I'm going to start with you, Mr. Glass Handful. Yeah. I, so I don't think they're done per se because there, there's some cupcakes on their schedule. I think they're, um, yeah, talking about cupcakes a lot today. A lot of cupcakes. Uh, <laughs> um, I think that they, they put themselves in a real hole, and it just, it's how they lost that makes it so much more disheartening. They squeaked by the Giants, the Ty- Tyrod Taylor's Giants, and you're like, maybe that gives them a second, like, you know, they're all jacked up. They won a couple games in a row. Maybe that gets them on a roll here, and then they go out and lay an absolute dud, you know, but they have the Raiders next. You win that, you, you get back to, you know, a, a good record. They, but they got Bills, Dolphins twice, you know, it, 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 the Browns. They still got some tough games on the schedule. And to me, and again, you could say Zach Wilson's played better. He's barely kept it together, just barely kept it together. And he hasn't really played better. It's defense has kept him in every single game, has given him a shot at the end of the game, just put one drive together. And he's done it sometimes. He's not a good quarterback still. He hasn't gotten better, in my opinion. He looked like shit again on, on Monday night. Um, and I just don't think he's the guy that's going to lead him to the playoffs, man. I just don't. It's negligent. But what the Jets did to have a Aaron Rodgers, a 39-year-old quarterback, and then you're like, all right, our plan B is the guy that we benched last year and then everybody hated. And then, <laughs> that was your plan B to the old quarterback. And now it's coming. It's, 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 they got egg on their face. It's going to cost them a playoff spot. You need a competent. You just need a competent quarterback play. And they'd be in the playoffs right now. They'd be right there. Yeah, like you, Andy Dalton, and you'd be in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You're right, though. The offense doesn't move, man. It just doesn't. He has a a throw here or there or two with 24 seconds. And that's a good offense, too. They have players players there. Great running back, great receiver. They have have players. Um, It just doesn't move. And you're right. Their plan B was something that they clearly admitted was an epic failure. (laughs) So, <laughs> Eli, right, let, me say this. let me let me give my best Stephen A. Smith impersonation here. <clears throat> Zach Wilson's a scrub. He's a certified backup. He is a scrub. A certified bonafide backup. Zach Wilson is exact. And you know what? I really thought this guy could be okay, but watching him these past few weeks, it's, it's and um, I, it was like, man. This quarterback play is terrible. Zach Wilson mm-hmm. needs to be a backup. He is going to be a journeyman. I think he's done. He might be done in the league because who wants to take on that talent? He's just not he's just not the guy, man. He just can't read defenses. He throws the ball into like some – unless he plays for the – unless he's playing against the Giants, then you'll see him become fucking Joe Montana. Like he, all he, fucking yeah. quarterbacks playing the uh, One drive. Giants he had one drive. Time. You get one what I'm saying, but yeah. but looking at Zach Wilson, man, no, he's just not the answer, man. And they yeah. could they could have did something, Speed, but I, I just thought defense, that man. they that's a Super that's Bowl defense, thing. man. Yeah, that is a Super Bowl ready defense. Yes. But I think the reason why they left him alone because they really thought Aaron Rodgers was going to be healthy. Like, let's be honest, has Aaron Rodgers missed an entire? I think he only did it like not even a handful of times. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Yeah, so they, they really thought he could, he was going to be healthy. Healthy, so. Yeah. Egg on their face, absolutely. But you know, I, I think the Jets will have a couple more games where they'll kind of be into it. But uh, I don't think they're completely it, it, done as of yet, unless they lose another one. Are we calling bullshit on that? This whole Aaron Rodgers coming back thing, like he's starting to throw the ball like he's fifty-five yards down the field. Like this, this is, it's back. weird. But he's not coming back, right? Like there's no chance. He's coming back. He's coming. You think back. he Aaron is? Rodgers is gonna be there. This season, the, but this season? Oh, this season? Oh no, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Okay, no. okay. Not this season. All I right. mean, the Achilles with Achilles, it, it heals very quickly. You know what I mean? I mean so he, he can. But um, I don't see it. I don't he's see also into some, some, some voodoo shit. He's probably seems weird like that. Like the yeah, there's something that happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, got, he got the little devil on there somewhere. He's like, yes, yes, master. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Allegedly. I don't know. My thoughts. But anyway, that's another, that's another story. No, but guys, um, we're going to wrap this up here, man. Wait, we talked about on. everything. Can I, I say one last thing? And it, sure. it's we're trying exactly to get halfway to bed. Nothing crazy. I know, I know, I know. It is quick. <laughs> All right. The Mets, the Mets, and I, as a resident Mets guy, we hired a new manager. Um, 
Carlos Mendoza, who was the Yankees bench coach as a Met fan. My resident, um, but my thoughts on this is just meh, M E H, just meh. Like, I don't, I don't know why we took the Yankees, the failing Yankees bench coach, and thought that that's going to be our guy. I'm not too happy about it. And David Stearns, uh, our VP, we trust, and yeah, I just hope that this is a guy, but I, for me, I'm very just blah about this, and hopefully people know more than I, than I do about in the Mets organization because I want more. I want more. You're going to have to call some, somebody because I don't know anything about Yeah, yeah. Give Mets. me some good free agents. Listen, they're going to get the, the, the Japanese pitcher. They're going to get a good hitter. They're going to they're gonna go out and make some free agent signings. That's all that matters. So, I'm with you on this, Speed. I'm yeah. with you on this, Speed. Isn't Matt? Yeah. I'm not yeah, really yeah. too impressed by that move either unless they do something in the offseason by bringing in some sort of talent for you guys. Yeah. But, and I'm mean, not say for you guys, let's say for the Mets because we all need a revival, right? But I'm yeah. a Yankees guy. Yeah. Come on. And, and but, people, um, people yeah, yeah, and people man. talk about the Yankees. Cashman talked today and he kind of just said, Oh, uh, we have some players. Oh. Uh, you know, fuck you guys. I'm like, dude, what are you mm-hmm. talking about, man? You just came off your most disappointing season of, of possibly all time, <laughs> not all time, in a very long time for the Yankees. And you're out here saying we have players. You, 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 Actions, you Cashman. Yeah. I don't want to hear no more bullshit yeah. come for you, man. Action. It speaks so much louder than words. Otherwise, yeah. the fuck up out of yeah. here. We, we can yeah. do bad by ourselves. The fuck up yeah, out of here. Yeah, come on, bro. You know come what I'm on. saying? Like, I'm just done. I'm done with this guy. Talk. I'm done with him talking. He talks too much shit, but don't back it up. I'm done. Dude. The Yankees are another one that pisses me the fuck off yeah. along with the Knicks. But shout out to up. the Knicks. Knicks. Shout out to Dude. the Knicks. But we'll, we'll, we'll get back into fucking Cashman as the season starts unless they fucking disappoint me again. But yeah, shut the well. fuck up and coach or whatever the fuck. Manage. 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 <laughs> Son of a bitch. General matter. Guys, exactly, man. This is the show, man. We want to thank you guys for tuning in. Another Tuesday night with us, guys. Uh, next week, we will be off, but uh, we will be meeting up, guys, for our disclosed location for some drinks. You guys mm-hmm. probably know where it's at. So come see us, man. Come check us out, man. We'll, we'll probably release it. Probably won't. We'll see. Come check us out, man. We're going to maybe hopefully catch probably something that's on that TV in that bar. <laughs> but we're going to be off next week, guys. Obviously, the season's not where it needs to be. So we need to meet up. We need to go talk and hug each yes. other and hug this out. You know what I mean? Bro so we need broke time, guys. But uh, we'll catch up with you guys hopefully sometime in the middle of this week. Uh, maybe we'll do a Twitter space or X space, whatever the case is. But we'll keep you guys posted. We'll we let don't you really know. know what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. But we'll let you know. But shout out to the revivalists in the chat. Don't forget to hit that thumbs up, share, and subscribe. And on behalf of my brothers, man, you guys know who this is. And that's Mr. Glass Half Full of Nets. Speed if you nasty now. <laughs> and my brother El Jefe, aka White Jersey, aka Blue Jersey, aka Bye Bye Daniel, and oh, your boy oh. Eli Rex, aka Vibes. We are out of here. Peace. No vanilla cupcakes t shirts coming soon. No, Have a good night. Eli Rex, El Jefe, Mr. Glass Half Full, the Revival.